and welcome to the program. Today's topic, climate chaos. That's correct, climate chaos. And we have to ask ourselves, what are the elite deep state scoundrels up to now? We know that they love nothing more than bringing their order out of our chaos. It seems to be their go-to plan, destroy the natural order of things so they can set up their own demonic disorder. We've seen this happen over and over again with this COVID scandemic where they've created this panic around the flu virus. Unfortunately, we've seen President Trump completely fall for this nonsense. And now we have people going on a year later still hiding in their house, walking about with masks on, scared to death that they're going to die of the flu. Well, that's not enough for these people. They're pushing hard to terraform this planet, and they're doing it under the auspices of controlling the climate. They've set up this false premise, this false paradigm that the Earth is heating up. Now, anybody who's studied this for any length of time knows that that is not correct. The data is completely fabricated. It's a lie. That any temperature warming that's going on with the planet is normal, not out of control, within reason, not to worry about. But that's not, what we're being, that's not what we're being told. We're being told that things are so critical that they have to begin to spray the, atmos- atm- the upper atmosphere with chemicals in order to dim the light coming through to us. Yes, we're soon to be living on a gray planet, plunged into the next ice age, I'm afraid. Now, this article comes from Newstrust.org, titled Planned Harvard Balloon Test in Sweden Stirs Solar Geoengin- Geoengineering Unease. Apparently, some of the some of the media is actually beginning to get a little bit worried about the notion that uh, there's not going to be a possibility of getting a suntan in the near future. And the article starts off: an early experiment toward using sun dimming technology to cool global warming has opponents fearing a slippery slope toward geo toward engineering the climate. This is by Alistair Doyle, Oslo, December 18th, Thomas Reuters Foundation. Harvard University of Science plan to fly a test balloon above Sweden next year to help advance research into dimming sunlight to cool the Earth. Alarming environmentalists opposed to their solar geoengineering. Open-air research into spraying tiny, sun-reflecting particles into the stratosphere to offset global warming has been stalled for years by controversies, including that it could disrupt the needed cuts in greenhouse gas emissions. In... In a small step, the Swedish Space Corporation agreed this week to help Harvard researchers launch a balloon near the Arctic town of uh, Karuna next June. It would carry a gondola with 600 kilograms of scientific equipment, 20 clicks, that's 12 miles high. There are many real concerns about the risk of climate change and so, and solar engineering, said David Keith, who is involved in the project and is a professor of the Applied Sciences at the Harvard School of Engineering and Applied Sciences. So basically what we have here is a couple of deep, deep staters who have decided that it's their mission, their duty, their right to begin to cool the planet off. And they're going to do this first experiment by sending up this balloon with 600 pounds of equipment to test how uh, difficult it would be to dump this uh, calcium uh, combinate through the upper atmosphere and how much of the sun's light they could block. Well, I don't know about you, but nobody asked me if I would like to have my sunlight blocked. 
Nobody asked me for my opinion on this. Just a bunch of jack wagons from Harvard. A bunch of deep staters have decided that the earth is getting too much sun and they need to cool it off. This is one of my biggest disappointments about President Trump. He filled so many important slots with the graduates from Harvard and Yale. He seemed to think that was the most important thing in the whole world was to have a Harvard degree. You can't clean the swamp when you're filling the swamp with swamp critters. And these people have no end to the debris that's possessed them. They think they have the right to alter our climate. Why do a half a dozen people have the right to determine how much sunlight 6 billion people get? Does anybody else see anything wrong with this? This is not a scientific research. This is eco-terrorism. This is eco-terrorism. If you or I tried this, we would be in prison already. The article continues. It says, The unmanned flight had originally been planned for the United States, but was moved partly because of the U.S. restrictions caused by coronavirus. The flight, which requires approval from a Harvard Project Advisory Committee. Well, isn't that nice? You need approval to commit an act of eco-terrorism, and you just give it to yourself. That's how that works. Still, if successful, it could be a step toward an experiment, perhaps in the autumn of spring, perhaps in the autumn of 2021 or spring of 2022, to release a tiny amount, up to two kilograms, that's about what four and a half pounds, of non-toxic calcium carbonate dust into the atmosphere. Keith said, studying that material's effects on both high-altitude sunlight could effects on high-altitude sunlight could help advance understand of how solar engineering might work. I think they mean understanding. Uh, it says Then it says, But opponents see the Swedish balloon as a step on a slippery slope, to, slippery slope towards engineering the climate with an artificial sunshade, something with potentially large and hard-to-predict risk, such as shifts in global rain patterns. But these idiots don't care, because what they care about is playing God. They don't care that 7 million people starve to death as a result of this COVID scam. They don't care that countless people are probably going to get bacterial pneumonia from wearing a filthy mask around their face all day long. For these people, it's about control. But man, we know that they've got to know that the Earth's not warming up, that global warming is a lie. So exactly why are they willing to take this chance in terraforming the Earth? Possibly they do know what's going to happen, and it's going to be something really bad, and they're just pushing it along. You really want you, you you really step back and look at these situations where they show such disrespect for fellow man, such lawlessness, such arrogance, and you have to wonder where is the power behind the power? Why do these people know that they're never going to be prosecuted? Why can't you put a guy in the presidency that claims he's going to drain the swamp and the only thing he does is hire more swamp critters? We really do seem to be living on a two-tier planet here with all of us, the prisoners on this prison planet, as they say, and the deep state running things. How sad it is to think that people actually believe that they could get UFO disclosure from these monsters. Now, there's another article that plays into this whole notion of terraforming our planet, of cooling our planet down, of taking these crazy chances, conducting these experiments, as they call them, these acts of terrorism, which they have no right to do. 
They just do it with impunity, though. I want to take a look at this article right here. This one comes from the DailyMail.com, and it's from last year, actually. If I get to it here, it says, Could dimming the sun save the earth? Bill Gates wants to spray millions of tons of dust into the stratosphere to stop global warming, but critics fear it could trigger calamity. Now here we got a guy who can't even write a decent computer program wants, who wants to shove in, every injection known to man into your arm, who is doing his level best to destroy a whole species of insects, that's mosquitoes, a foundational species that, that all these other species depend on for a food source. Bill Gates trying to eliminate that, that bottom that bottom layer of the pyramid, who knows what will happen. You, you, he's, he is fundamentally trying to alter the food chain. In my opinion, he's a complete madman. And now he wants to cool the planet. What's this guy ever done to prove that he has an intellect to make these kind of decisions? Other than be handed the monopoly on the computer software that 80% of the population uses. What's going on here? Why are they doing this? What are their alternative modes? They have to live on the planet. It looks more and more to me like they're trying to terraform this place into something that's not habitable by the average person. If they can't kill us with viruses, it seems like they want to kill us off with the weather. And is that just to get rid of us, or is that to make room for something else? Well, you know, if they would be a little more open when it comes to the subject of UFO phenomena, you might believe that they just wanted to get rid of all of us useless eaters. But the way they handle the UFO phenomena data, the way they conceal it, cover it up, and try to monetize it for themselves, it almost seems as though they are in bed with some sort of negative energy, some sort of evil force to displace us. If you didn't know better, you would certainly think so. And I'm not sure that I know better. The article goes on and says, The plan sounds like science fiction, but could be fact within a decade. Every day, more than 800 giant aircraft would lift millions of tons of chalk dust to a height of 12 miles above the Earth's surface and then sprinkle the lot around the stratosphere. Well, we've already got something like that going on. I mean, I have comments from these morons sometimes that, that want to laugh and, and debunk the notion of chemtrailing. You know, I happen to be outside, I think I might have mentioned this, uh, a while back, and I noticed a large plane going over, you know, normal height for a jetliner with two huge, thick, thick trails of white smog billowing behind. And I, I rushed over to my flightradar.com app. The plane doesn't show up. Now, that's odd, because every plane I've ever been able to spot in the sky has always shown up on flight radar, even if it happens to be a military plane, and it'll just state that it's military and it won't give you the other information on it. But this one was completely dark. We know we're being sprayed. Anybody who's not an idiot can look up in the sky and see all these planes flying over one day with normal contrails, and a couple days later, the garbage is just being spilled everywhere and it's filling the skies with this stuff. But now Gates is just coming out and telling you, yeah, that's not quite effective enough. We need to get that crap a little higher in the atmosphere so it'll have a little more effect. Is that coming from him or is that something his overlords have to has told him to do? The article goes on and says, in theory, 
the airborne dust would create a gigantic sunshade, reflecting some of the sun's rays and heat back into space, dimming those that get through, and so protecting the Earth from worsening ravages of climate warming. Well, there's another lie, you know. Isn't it amazing how they call it climate change when they are uh, confronted with uh, their data being wrong? But when they think they can get by with it, they want to call it climate warming. This is not the crackpot plan of a garden shed inventor. The project is being funded by a billionaire and Microsoft founder, Bill Gates, and pioneered by scientists at Harvard University. Yes, the normal, the normal snake pits where so much of this stuff comes from. That's like what I said. That's why it was so disappointing for me to see Trump get into office and then get up there and brag about how awesome Harvard was and picking his judges from Harvard and this one's from Harvard. Dude, give it a rest. Give it a rest. It says, Indeed, the plans are so well advanced that the initial sky clouding experiments were meant to have begun months ago. This initial $3 million test known as Stratospheric Controlled Perturbation Experiment would use a high-altitude scientific balloon to raise around 2 kilograms of calcium carbonate and the size of a bag of flour into the atmosphere 12 miles above the desert of New Mexico. Now that's the experiment that they're getting ready to do up in Sweden. So something must have happened here where they were afraid to do this thing in the U.S. Possibly they were afraid at some point they could be prosecuted on eco-terrorism charges. They're using the COVID excuse. That's what's used for everything today. When somebody wasn't doesn't want to do anything, they just use the COVID. We know it's got to be deeper than that. It's pretty clear they're trying to get this thing over into Northern Europe someplace where there's less uh, accountability. They want to be able to do their they want to be able to do their dirty little deeds in the basement. This is Ted Bundy, man. He doesn't want to kill his victim out there in the front yard for everybody to see. They like to make that. They like to do the real bad stuff on an intimate level. Be secretive about it. They want to tell you they're going to do it, and they want to slip off and do it where they can really enjoy themselves. It's very sociopathic pathology to this. It says, this initial $3 million test, known as a stratospheric control perturbation experiment, would use a high-altitude scientific balloon to raise around 2 kilograms of carbonate, and then it says, uh, this would seed a tube-shaped area of sky half a mile long and 100 yards in diameter for the ensuing 24 hours. The balloon would be steered by propellers back through the artificial cloud on board sensors, monitoring both the dust sun-reflective abilities and its effectiveness on the thin surrounding air. Scopex Inc. is, however, on hold amid fears that it could trigger a disastrous series of chain reaction creating climate havoc in the form of serious droughts and hurricanes and bring death to millions of people around the world. Well, maybe that's exactly what they want. Wasn't it Bill Gates that said that by denying elderly folks medical care, they could fund more teachers? You know, you have to look at the situation and ask yourself, what is the end game? 
You have to stop approaching these subjects like a child. We have to start thinking for ourselves, whether it involves UFO disclosure or these climate crazies trying to fog up the stratosphere in order to cool the planet. Now, I want to look at another, another, another little uh, thing to consider about this whole thing. When we're talking about uh, affecting the climate, you know what the ramifications are. You're dealing with you're dealing with uh, a system that is so complex. When you think about when you think about uh, the Earth's climate, a system that's so complex that just now uh, the world's supercomputers are getting to a point where they can do decent weather pr prediction. This brings us back to the notion of something that I'm sure a lot of you probably have heard of. It's called the butterfly effect. And I, I have a link here to the definition uh, at the website ufowarning.com. And you can take a look at that. It says, the butterfly effect. A situation in which an action or change that does not seem important has a very large effect, especially in other places or around the world. Chaos theory relies on the idea of the butterfly effect, that even slight imbalances and starting conditions lead to huge final variations in outcome because of the fundamental instability of the system. And so we had a butterfly effect that was U.S. households defaulting on their loans quickly because chaos around the world. Uh, I would also say this goes back to the notion that a single butterfly in the uh, rainforest in the Amazon, they say, could start a uh, chain of events with the beating of their wings that would end up uh, in a cyclone or a tornado or a hurricane somewhere else. Now, my own opinion, uh, that's probably a little extreme. The system is probably not that fragile, not that unstable. But when you're doing things like cooling the temperature of the earth, that's way beyond a single butterfly flapping its wings. You're talking about changing the inputs at the very beginning of a system. You know, if any of us have ever lost a friend or a family member to a tragic accident, I know I have a few, and you go back in your head and you're just, uh, you can just drive yourself crazy. You're thinking, well, what would have happened if they wouldn't have been there? And, you know, when that, when that uh, dear friend or relative loses their life in that tragic accident, so many times they had to be in the exact place at the exact time. If they would have been one second off, it wouldn't have happened. And you just think, my gosh, you know, and you could, you could just literally drive yourself insane trying to think about it. But that's what's going on here. That is the butterfly effect. Sometimes in life... It's so important, I guess, to maintain good, safe habits because if it's those times in life when we get a little bit run down, when we get a little bit scattered in our thinking, when we're not really careful, when we get too far out of our routine, when we're not paying attention exactly the way we should be, we get hurried. And in those times, that one thing can happen, that butterfly effect, where it seems like it might not be a huge deal, but it ends up having this snowball effect, this cascading, you know, uh, group of events that happens that takes us to a place that we do not want to be.
And so, you know, just like in life, we have to be vigilant. That's why you always stop at the stop sign. That's why you always look a couple, three times. That's why you always do certain things. You always try to take care of your body. You're always trying to mitigate that risk because we know it's just that one little thing. And I'm sure that anybody listening to this podcast has had times in their life when they're driving along and some some person who wasn't paying attention crossed the center line. And maybe just by the grace of God, you happened to react just in the instant of time to save yourself. It just takes not being present that one time for it to not happen. It's almost as if life in general is geared toward tragedy. Sad to say in so many ways. So when we see something like this where these idiots want to come along and as if life isn't challenging enough for some crazed moron with limitless money that they probably should never have been awarded come to come along and decide that they are going to they're going to affect the climate of the entire globe my goodness what in the world would possess a person to want to have such an such a crazy plan it goes beyond I cannot give these people the benefit of the doubt that they're simply trying to cool the planet for their own good. Now, when you put all of this into perspective, and I'm not going to get into the whole article here, but you can go on to the UFO warning and you can look at it. Recently, Bill Gates uh, was reportedly purchased a beachside home. If he's worried about global warming and rising sea levels, why is it that him and Al Gore are purchasing beachside property. Clearly, they're not concerned about that in the least. Clearly, they have alternative motives. Either they simply want to depopulate the earth, or perhaps they want to terraform the earth for something that's a little less human-friendly and a little more friendly toward something else. Who knows? We're kind of going into a really odd, strange period in 2021. It seems like in so many ways, people uh, have been prevented from living their life on the safe side. Being able to take measures to help them get through the day, to reduce the risk, to reduce that butterfly effect, to set up little safeguards in their life that keep them from being the victim of a drunk driver, perhaps. Maybe they don't go out drive late at night. Maybe they eat the right foods. We're all trying to do those little things to mitigate the butterfly effect. To make our life a little more safer, a little predictable. And then and then these monsters come along with these great scandemics like the COVID. Or these great plans to totally terraform our earth through climate control. And suddenly it seems like all of our plans to mitigate the butterfly effect are put by the side. What can you do to make your life easier and more predictable if someone lowers the temperature of planet Earth by 10 degrees? What can you do if your whole life is put on hold, your business is destroyed because an idiot politician decides that you need to stay home because there's a flu virus floating around? You can start to see that we're coming into very uncertain times here. And when that happens, it seems like the more crazy things get on a national or global scale, the more control... We have to exercise on a personal and a local level. And hopefully 2021 will 
help us do that. And I think that applies to the whole notion of disclosure in the UFO field as well. I think it's time for us to quit looking to the deep state, to quit looking to the so-called authorities to tell us what UFOs are, whether they're real or not. It's time for all of us to start making those decisions for ourselves on a local level and not to assume that the elites have our best interest at heart. Until next time, do your best to protect yourself from the climate crazies. Stay on the safe side. This is UFO Warning, over and out.